welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Carefree and Unfiltered Diaries podcast. If you're new, thank you for stopping by. I do hope that you stick around and become part of the family. And if you're coming back for another episode, I thank you for rocking with me. I do hope you're having a good day, a good week whenever you're listening to this podcast. Guys, we are at the end of season one. This is so exciting. This project has been something that I wanted to do for such a long time, as I would have mentioned in previous episode. And I am so happy that we got this far. Ah, I feel such a sense of joy and happiness and pride because this platform is is everything and my loyal listeners and the newbies i'm just so happy i'm elated we have people from all around the world listening the u.s canada different parts of the caribbean australia norway spain i am i'm just over the moon right now so i thank you guys for the support please continue to support me season two will be out shortly Um, I have some exciting new projects that I'm going to be doing for season two. It is going to be more in-depth. You guys are going to get more um, a more personal feel for me. I'm going to be telling you stories. We're going to be having story time. I'm going to be giving, letting you into my life. I'm going to be having guests on the podcast. So it is going to be amazing. So I just hope that you guys continue to rock with me. If you have any suggestions, as I always say, I appreciate feedback. Let me know whichever platform you use. We're on Anchor. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Um, Google Podcasts. We are on a couple of different platforms. If you want to WhatsApp me, email me, leave a voice message, whatever it is, just let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback. If you have any topic suggestions, let me know. But I am so happy we are here. God has been good. God has been good. And I know this is something that he wanted me to do. So I'm really happy that I listened and I'm doing it. And I do it for the love, not for the likes, guys. This is, um, if, if I can help just one person, I would have accomplished my mission. So I'm really happy. So for the final episode, it sounds weird saying that, but this is the final episode and we're going to do a Q&A. Um, you guys have sent me in some questions that you want me to answer. I'm going to try my best answer, uh, you know, unbiased. And um, as always, whenever I do topics or whatever I do for this podcast, I always do some research. So your questions, I took them into consideration and I did some research on them to give you um, the best answers possible. So I hope you enjoy. So let's get into it. So the first question is, what's the easiest way to say no without hurting someone you care about? Now, no is two letters. It's one of the shortest word in English language in a lot of different languages. And it's one of the hardest things to say. For some reason, we cannot seem to say no. And I don't get it. I mean, let's be real. Is it okay to say no? Yes, it is okay to say no. How you say it probably is is, is what's going to get you in trouble. Not what you say, but how you say it. But if that person cares about you and that person knows you, then you say no to them. If it's the truth to whatever they're asking, it shouldn't hurt them. It shouldn't hurt them. If they, they are hurt, then they're on some other ish. Okay? But if you're saying no to somebody... It's not about what you say, it's how you say it. First of all, as I said, if it's the truth, be honest. 
be honest. If no is the truth, you say it and you let it go. Don't apologize. The minute time you start apologizing, you start feeling responsible. You're not responsible for saying the truth and you're not responsible for saying no if no is the answer. Don't keep apologizing. Sometimes you have to explain the reason for saying no depending because I don't know the context of you know what you're saying no to. But sometimes you have to explain the reason for saying no. I'm saying no because. I'm saying no but. You explain it to them. All right? Be assertive. Just, just be assertive. Don't let, you know, because sometimes emotions are something that people can mistake, okay? They can mistake your emotions, confusion, disappointment as a feeling of, of guilt or a sign of weakness. So you be assertive in your saying no. And just train yourself. Train yourself that it's okay to say no occasionally. If no is what you have to say, just remember that it's okay to say no. And as I said earlier, if that person is somebody that you care about and they care about you and you tell them no, again, depending on the circumstances, I don't see any reason why they should be upset or feel any type of way. So that's my answer. I hope it helps. Um, next question is, what are some things that a woman wants from a man but never ask for? Now, just before I answer that question, that's, an, that's a, a really great topic. And I would definitely have in season two a follow-up to this question. I saw it and I, I kept thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? It can't just be answered like this. It, it needs some depth. So I'm going to bring on a couple of my friends on the podcast girls, um, females who I admire, females who I trust, and I know their opinion is unfiltered and carefree. And we're going to discuss this a little bit more because I think um, definitely this is something that we as women, we do, we, there are things that we want and we don't ask for. And, and it just, it drives men crazy. I, on the other hand, I am a different case. I ask for what I want, but let's leave that for season two. But some of the things that women want but they won't ask for is the first and foremost thing is your time your time i agree with women for not asking for this because i i I strongly believe that a man should know that their woman or their significant other or their spouse needs their time it's not being unrealistic we're not asking for the moon, but it's something that we expect of you and we don't think that we should have to ask for it. So time is definitely one of them. We require also your loyalty. It's not something that we should have to tell you again. It's something that you should know. A compliment. Sometimes we go to the hairdresser, we get all dialed up, change our hair, we buy a, fit, a nice dress, a new outfit, and we get all you know dials up just to look good for you and you don't even see it you don't even see it (laughs) sometimes we just want that compliment we just want we just want that compliment because we did it all for you the essence of it is that we did it all for you we didn't just do it for ourselves we did it for you so sometimes we just want that compliment we need also um to hear you say i love you we don't think that it should be something that we have to ask you for it. A man should know. And, and I get it. Not because you don't say that doesn't mean that you don't. But we we love hearing it. We really, really love hearing it. We we it's it's one of those things. Yeah. So as I said, this one was it was 
the question deserve a better um, answer than what I'm giving you right now, which is the reason why I said I'm going to do a follow-up to this question in season two, and I'm going to make sure that um, we dive deeper into this question. But thank you for that question. It was really, really good. Um, another one is, why does doubt appear to have greater energy or power over possibilities? Let me tell you something. On my spiritual journey, I realized that the deeper you go with God and the deeper you start to believe in yourself and know that all things are possible through Christ who strengthens us, is the greater doubt and fear becomes. It's like all of a sudden you start questioning yourself. You start questioning yourself because you see the enemy knows the power that you have. The enemy knows the power that you have. But you don't know the power that you have. So the minute time you start to come into that realization that, hmm, I do have power or hmm, I can do this. That's when the enemy comes in and start putting doubt and fear in your mind. But in the good book, the Bible says fear is not of God. He did not give us fear. But he gave us power. He gave us love and a sound mind. So whenever the enemy sees that you're becoming closer to your the realization that you're powerful and that you can do everything and you can do anything, that's when doubt starts to come to play. And we have to cast out doubt. We have to cast out fear. We have to cast out negativity because as you are or as you think, so you, you become. And that is one of the things why spiritual manifestation is so powerful you have to manifest good things over yourself, good things for your life, good things for the future. And you have to push that doubt to the side, to the back burner and just let it go. Let it go. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Don't forget that. (laughs) The next question is, um, what are my views on long distance relationships? Well, Let me just say, I've never been in a long distance relationship, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. However, I do remember when um, that thought came into play with um, me and my significant other um, when we were in, I think, college and very young. But he, um, I think I was supposed to travel and migrate to another country. And the thought of leaving him was like, Oh, I couldn't. So I turned on the opportunities because I knew within myself that I wasn't cut out or I wasn't ready for a long distance relationship. At my present stage, I still don't think that I am ready for a long distance relationship. I am very, I'm a very affectionate person and my love language is um, physical touch. And the thought of not having that person that I love with me um yeah i don't think i can and long distance relationship brings a lot of baggage a lot of heavy stuff which i think in season two i am going to do a topic on long distance relationship because there's a lot that is involved in long distance relationships trust um honesty time you know it's it's a lot so 
personally my views are it's not for me but i think it can work for other people who are committed and who you know if there's no other choice and they have to i i I strongly believe that it can work and i've seen people in long distance relationships and friends of mine and it can work it has its upsides and its downsides so i think in season two i'm going to dive deeper into this and i'm going to talk about the good and bad pros and cons and hopefully you're going to still be listening so you'll be able to get a more in-depth answer on this question uh next question is um how do you deal with lost uh first of all i just want to say personally i have experienced dealing with loss as i said in one of my episodes prior i lost my dad at a very young age i was um, only 15 and it took a toll on me and it definitely broke me in places that i never thought i could break you know i and i was shattered and i definitely can relate i know how it feels i am going to tell you what i did and i'm gonna tell you what you know are some other recommendations from other people but definitely you have to go through the process that's the first thing you have to go through the process whether it's loss of a relationship loss of um a family member loved one loss of a job a friendship you have to go through it you have to go through it and believe me there's no right or wrong way to grieve but there are healthy ways to deal with the grieving process. I, at first, my grieving process was very unhealthy. Um, I was suicidal. I, um, I just didn't want to be here anymore. I couldn't imagine that there could be any, you know, any bright light at the end of the tunnel. It was a very dark place for me, and I didn't think I would ever make it through. But here I am today doing this podcast. So. I am your I am your hope that you can do it. So if it's dealing with a loved one, it it hurts. It it hurts. It's it it really hurts. Um but it gets better. You have to go through the process. First of all, cry as much as you want. I cried. I cried. I think I cried for probably 2 months straight. I wasn't eating. I was sick i lost weight i was just a mess i couldn't focus on school um at that time i was just about to sit cxc um examination so i thank god that i was able to um (laughs) pass all the subjects that i i i attempted and graduate with honors so that was a blessing for me definitely um i still graduated the most progressive academic students so even in a time of grief there is a white light at the end of the tunnel and that was my white light i still you know and i did it for him i knew that i did it for him but cry cry as much as you want don't let anybody make you feel bad for crying um you know you can you can take your space take your space take as much space as you need take as much time as you need don't just stay there at the at, at it all at the end of it all you have to come out of it don't just stay there don't just stay there but definitely take as much time as you want talk to somebody if there's somebody that you trust and somebody that you can confide confide in talk to somebody let them know how you're feeling don't be afraid to talk if it's therapy you can um i had my family who was and is still my very 
pillars and my strong support system my boyfriend at the time who became my husband very 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 supportive just there for me made I was able to cry just cry without him saying anything so it was it was a blessing to have that um, surround yourself with people who want the best for you and people who are going to look out for you you know just make sure you have that don't be afraid to ask for that if you don't have it the people around you if they're giving you too much space let them know hey i need you guys i really do um as i said if it's loss of a job life goes on that sometimes it's a blessing it's just the same way as if you lose a relationship sometimes the breakup is the blessing um loss of a job can be hard but you get back out there you start back you reassess yourself you redefine yourself and you get back out there you go through the motions you're going to send in a lot of applications before you get a hit but it's going to happen you're not just always remembering all this that the your present situation or your present circumstances it won't last forever it's not going to stay that way forever it is going to change it is going to change it is going to change you lose a friend yeah it, it's going to hurt but sometimes that's the blessing. When when God takes things away from us, it's not that he's trying to hurt us or punish us. It's because he's, he's clearing the way for a blessing. He's clearing the way for something bigger, for something better. He's doing things for you that behind the scenes that you cannot see. But you have to trust the process. And just as loss is a process, getting through loss or getting over loss is a process, you have to trust that God has a process and he's going through the process for your benefit, for your benefit. Okay, so just go through the motions, go through the motions and know that after you've you've finished, just breathe and know that this is part of his plan. It is for my betterment. It is for the glorification of his kingdom. Just keep that in the back of your mind. I didn't expect this video to be, this this podcast episode to be this long, but it is the last episode. I'll continue the Q&A in another episode on season two. But again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all so much. I am saying sayonara. I'm logging out. I had fun in this season. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in season two. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm still planning and getting stuff together. But I appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. Trust God. Go with God. And stay carefree and unfiltered. <laughs>